You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. It's the Finnish Football Show, and I'm Mark Wiltshire. I'm joined today by Keke Nulami. Hi, Keke. Hey. And by Rich Nelson. Hi, Rich. Moi. And we're getting together today to have a little preview of the upcoming Hukajad fixtures. The men's Finnish national team have got their first two Euro 2024 qualifiers coming up against Denmark and Northern Ireland. Uh, it's still pretty wintry. Over here, so they scheduled the first two as away games, um, and we got Denmark away on Thursday the twenty third, <laughs> sorry, of March, and then Northern Ireland away on Sunday the twenty sixth of March, and both of those games kick off at nine forty five p.m. Finnish time. You can do your own maths to work out um, what time it's showing over there, and we we thought about a week ahead of those games that we'd get together, look at the Finland squad, look at the uh, squads coming up and uh, and just sort of chew the bones a little bit. So um, I guess, Keke, Rich, the first thing to, to look at is the um, is the Finland squad. And what, what about if we if we just sort of go through the team, if I if I run through who's been selected in in certain positions, and then we can talk about notable inclusions or exclusions and that that might get us might be a good place to start for this uh this episode sounds good so we'll start with the goalkeepers and we've got lucas radetsky Jesse joronen and viliami sinisalo um who's brought his way into the squad maybe during the last year but what did you think of that chaps the fact that he'd um he'd got that third third goalkeeping spot. Um I mean he made his his full debut in uh, the the January internationals. Uh, he's been sort of a mainstay of the under 21 side for for a number of years now and and now he's graduated from there. Uh, he did have the first half of this season on loan at Burton Albion in, in England. He, he plays for Aston Villa and he's gone back he was recalled just before Christmas or after Christmas and um and uh, and yeah he's been on the Aston Villa bench fairly regularly since he's gone back. Um, I think he played in their kind of under 23, was it Papa John's Shield or whatever it's called these days. Um, but yeah, he's, he's I mean, he's, he's very highly rated um, by, by Villa and um, I mean, he's not going to get too many sort of first team games, but um, but I think he's highly regarded and I think um, Rive's spoken highly of him as he's made that step up in January. It's uh, kind of, you know, there's a lot of strength. I mean, it's always the thing with Finnish goalkeepers, isn't it? There's always that strength in the position where you've got players like um, Saku Eriksson, who's gone on loan from Dundee United. Uh, Lucas Bergstrom's in a very similar position to to Villiami at Chelsea, uh, where he was on loan at Peterborough and got recalled. And he's now sort of regularly on the Chelsea bench um, during Champions League games and things like that. So, so there's a lot of players there who are kind of nudging for that third spot. And... Um, I guess Nicky Mayenpar probably still clutching at a vain hope just in case things go horribly wrong somewhere. But um, 
but yeah, I mean, Finnish goalkeeper is is kind of that that strongest position forever. And I mean, obviously, Hrodetsky's the the number one and the captain, and will start. And he's been in generally pretty good form for Leverkusen. I know he had a rick in the, one of the Europa League games, but uh, he recently made his 150th appearance um, for Leverkusen. And uh, and yes, he's doing well again for Venezia in, in Serie B. So again, good, solid, solid base. Shame he can only play one of them. What do you think, Keke, about Ericsson not being there? That that would be the the the, the person who's missed out of that of that group, really, from from the people Rich mentioned. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I was I was really excited when when Ericsson got his move to Dundee United. I mean, anyone who follows Scottish football will know that nothing has gone to plan for Dundee United this season. And um, for us, being Finland fans, that's a bit of a shame because obviously. Ilmari Niskanen is there as well. Um, he's not featured too much, Niskanen, for, for Dundee United. And uh, Ericsson made a, a really positive start there. He, um, I've said previously on the pod, he did, he did take a bit of a hammering off of Celtic, but he wouldn't be the first goalkeeper to um, be between the sticks in Scotland and, and, and have that on his CV. But he, he, he really chipped in with some decent performances. And after, after the heroics he had in Sweden, where um, he nearly broke that, that all Svenskan goalkeeping clean sheet record by about, I think he was like 11 minutes short or something to, to set the, the all-time record or, or equal or break the all-time record. I think he can be a bit a bit annoyed about how it, how it all just went downhill at Dundee United. But um, he's, he's, got his, he's got his loan move. He's had a couple of, uh, he's had a couple of appearances for Norgesland. And, um, and yeah, I, you know, I'll be keeping an eye on him, and I personally hope he continues or gets back onto the form that he was showing last time he was in the Nordic League. But but yeah, he he's. I don't think he'll be too upset at not making this first squad. He needs to concentrate on his club football, I think. And as as Rich said, you know, Bouyami um, Sinisala, he's he's on he's on the bench for a Premier League club. He's got a World Cup winning goalkeeper in front of him, so he'll take some shifting. But um, but yeah, he's he's obviously Villa Villa fancy him. They 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 trust him enough to stick him on the bench every week. So so yeah, why not bring him along for the uh, the third spot? All right. So let's have a look at and obviously we assume that Lucas Radetzky will start those games. So this is all experience for Sinis Hallow and and Joronen will probably step in if there's any uh, anything goes mm-hmm. awry. Um, looking at the defense, we have got Robert Ivanov, uh, Leo Weisenen. Richard Jens, Richard Jensen, uh, Ardu Hoskonen, uh, Nikolai Nikolai Alho, uh, and I think Niskanen, Ilmeri Niskanen, and Burusori are listed uh, as as defenders in this uh, in this squad. Um, yeah, seems to be, and also Thomas um, Olila from Hoyiko. So. It's always a little bit tricky when the when the wing backs that might be might be wingers are listed in defence, and then the Finnish way of lumping the forwards and the midfielders in together. So you know, let me uh, you'll you'll see listener if you look at the uh, well if you look at the blog post link down below. Um, I've put the the image that came from Balolito and uh, trying to work out where the the midfield ends and the forwards begin is uh, <laughs> easier said than done. Um, but but um, maybe. Keke, first of all, just just any any notable inclusions in that in the squad there, and then maybe Rich can talk about who's out of the squad. 
Yeah, I mean, we've we've mentioned Artur Hoskinen. He's moved to Poland. He's um he's been he's had a couple of games for his new club, Krakowia, and been doing all right over there after some really, really decent games for, for Hoye Kor. Um Leo Weissenen, who's who's joined MLS side uh, Austin FC, he's been playing really well. People who've sort of followed the Finnish football show Instagram will have seen um he's been partnering our old mate Alex Ring. Alex Ring's dropped back into centre of defence for the first couple of games for, for Austin FC in the MLS there and I, we were chatting on, on the WhatsApp it's um it's probably nice for Leo to have Alex Ring Alex Ring there in America to sort of have a, a friendly voice and and especially you know we all seen footballers before who mature and as they mature they they maybe step back from midfield into into central defence so to have a, a slightly older head and Someone who's been in the MLS a, a couple of seasons can't be bad for Leone. And for the few games that he's been there, Lower Weissland's put in some some really good shifts. So, yeah, really, um, really happy to see him included. We all know Robert Evenoff, what he can do. You know, he's a he's a ball playing, ball playing centre half. He'll try and bring the ball out of defence at his feet and draw forwards towards him, create spaces. He's told us that himself when we spoke to him. That's how he likes to play. So yeah, excited to see him there. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's Richard Jensen, another guy who's gone to Poland. Um, yeah, does what he says on the tin, no nonsense defender. So yeah, it's um, it's 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 a it's a decent decent back line, plenty to choose from. As you say, the old wing backs, we'll see see how they feature, how far up they go, or or you know how, how deep they stay. Nikolai Alho, he's been doing well in Greece. Uh, you might not, I not say it's the, the best league in the world, but he's been sort of supplying assists and getting up and down that wing in Greece. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty happy with that. Any, anyone, Rich, that you noticed being sort of conspicuous by their absence? Um, I mean, Yerit Urnan, since he's moved to Schalke, they they've really picked up. Um, I think his first four games for Schalke, they drew nil nil in all of their games, and they've started picking up. But he picked up an injury a couple of games ago, and uh, and yeah, he's he's not made the cut. And um, yeah, Dan O'Shaughnessy. I don't know if he's injured. I think he still is, isn't he? Um, it, it's it's kind of one of those where you know the, the centre central defence options are quite thin on the ground, and wing backs coming out their ears. Um, yeah. But really, in the middle, it's there's not a lot of options. And when you bear in mind that um, Hoskinen's only really come in in the last six months into the setup, um, it really only leaves even off Fison and, and, and Jensen as those kind of first choice three, assuming that's what they continue to do. Um, but yeah, Uridan's a big miss, um, you know, as, as always. And and you kind of see that this is the evolution, the revolution where over that last couple of years where the older players have been phased out and other players have retired, um, you know, especially at central defence, it's difficult to to engineer that. Um, you know, Finland are quite lucky that, you know, Ivanov in particular has really taken taken massive strides over the last 18 months or so but um but yeah it's, it's I mean, again you know when, when you go to to denmark and you know, northern ireland it's there's going to be a lot of sort of physical play and i think you know especially northern ireland they're going to be very physical direct like a kind of lower league english team and it's going to be a lot of hard work for them so i'd imagine they'll continue free at the back because that's what they're used to and they've got the wing backs in place but um yeah those wing backs it's um it's a strange mix when you look at them. I mean, um, Olila moved to Hoiko in the winter and, and had a really good 
I say good. He scored. I think he was one of Ilves' top scorers last year from fullback, and he's already mm-hmm. carried carried that on um, at Hoyikov. But um, you look at Alho, Sori, Niskan, and they're all converted wingers mm. playing at wing back with varying degrees of success. And um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough one. They're going to have to, they're going to have their work cut out. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'd imagine with that lineup, you you'll carry on with a three in the middle. And therefore, I mean, got... obviously, sorry, obviously, no, we'll 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 get into the the midfield. But even our mate Robert Taylor has been sort of deployed as a, a, a more maybe forward thinking, but he's found himself at sort of wing back every every now and again. So so he's an, he's another one that might sort of drop into that position. Yeah, well, he's he's listed here in the in the midfield as you say, and I guess if if we've got attacking wing backs, there's going to be need to be a little bit of defensive cover there in the middle of the park. So. There's a few, there's a a few um, sort of long-standing hooker players there, and then a few that have, have sort of forced their way in more recently. So there's uh, Glenn Kamara, Rasmus Schuler, Robert Taylor, Robin Lud, Khan Kairinen, Ansi Suhonen, and Nilo Mampa are the are the midfielders there. So if we, I guess we're thinking there's three centre-backs, three midfielders and two wing-backs, then, you know, you're perming three from that six in the of the listed midfielders. Or seven listed midfielders, yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, Schuller and Kamara are going to be the the kind of the locks in there. They're, they're going to be the guaranteed starters. Um, Lords, again, this is kind of, he's in that position where sometimes he plays as a number 10, as a second striker. And then other times as a as an advanced midfielder, but um, it's um, you know we, we other people have talked about the the absence of Oni Valakari um, scored at the weekend a bit of penalty, but um, Rive said that you know, he missed the cut this time and his form's been up and down, and this goes to show that that kind of the emergence of Suhonen in particular, um, you know he was so highly rated when he went to Hamburg, then got a nasty injury came back and, and made his Finland debut in the autumn and looked really, really promising, came on like leaps and bounds. Um, you know, the, and the hype for him is real. Kyron, and since he's moved to Prague um, from Norway, he's he's fitted in really well there. He started really well, assists, goals. And, and Mayanpa's really, again, not out of nowhere, but in the last six months, he's emerged into the squad. You know, he was a decent Veikhaus Liga player, then he moved to Poland and all of a sudden now he's in the Finland squad. So there is that competition for places. And Taylor, well, as you say, Taylor, he's he scored that banger for, for Miami in MLS a couple of weeks ago. But uh, <laughs> what a goal, goal that was. Mm. Um, you know, th- there's really strong competition. And you think Schuller and Kamara are the certs to play Nailed there. on, yeah. You know, and, and Lord should do, but they're still trying to work out his, pos- his best position. And then it depends who plays up front. But... Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot to choose from. I mean, I, I, I kind of, if this wasn't a big qualifier away to the top seed, I'd imagine Suhanen would play. But I wonder if he, he might play a bit more conservatively with someone a bit more experienced for the for the Denmark game before before yeah. maybe giving giving being a little bit more attacking for the for the for the Northern Ireland game maybe yeah slightly. And- but uh, both will, both will be physical, and I think you need people in that midfield because I mean bear in mind starting with two tough away games you want to come out of it with something mm. and um and with you know Shula and Kamara will put their foot in but you know, that's not to say they're going to pick up yellows mm. so, and mm. both have form for picking up a lot of yellows and Suhan and yeah. Mampa are names that I've 
I've seen regularly on on Keke's Instagram, uh, Finnish football show Instagram account, um, talking about goals, goal scored, and things like that. So, um, any anyone from there, Keke, missing that you might have expected to see there? Just before I go on to that, um, I just want to touch on if if we don't see a bit of Khan Kairinen over the two games, I think it'll be a disappointment. As Rich said, he's he's been absolutely pulling up trees since he moved to um, Sparta Prague. So I'd uh, I'd really hope to see to see him feature. Um, missing, I mean, uh, I, I'm I'm not really sure, mate. I mean, um, we spoke we spoke over the uh, the autumn internationals, and there was a lot of change. A lot of change then. A lot of young players came in, but we did mention after that, you know, that this squad would definitely have a more familiar look to it, and I think that's what's that's what's pretty much happened. Mm. Um, yeah, as Rich again said, Suhanen had that injury, but um, but he's back and he's he's an exciting young player. So um, yeah, I mean, but for yeah, the for I, the I, listener, where where would you expect Suhanen might might? Appear or and Mampa really on if they if they get some some playing time, what sort of position might they take up on the field? Sutherland would sit above uh, ahead of Kamara and Shula. Um, yeah, I mean he's very tricksy, not not in a showboaty way, but he he has form for you know the old rainbow flicks and bits and bobs, but it's it's mm. with an end product. Um, yeah, I think did, did he got the assist for Ant Man's goal against uh, Montenegro. I think it was yeah in the autumn um, or, or Macedonia. Sorry, and um, yeah, and and again, you know, he, he's attacking minded, very much in that kind of attacking sort of withdrawn number ten role. But um, but yeah, he, he's not a tackler. He's he's definitely a creator. Yeah, he's got he's he can go past players, can't he, Rich? Do you know mm. what I mean? Like um, he can use that box of tricks to go past players or. Or find that final ball into the into the striker's feet. So yeah, I mean, if you're going to deploy Kamara and Schuller as your destroyers, and you know, sort of try and break up the opposition attack, and then and then look to get that ball forward to Suhanen, he can then spring it spring it one more step and uh, and put in the strikers. So mm-hmm. hopefully, we might see a bit of that. Um, noticeable by his absence, I think he's looking for a new club side at the moment. Is Urhonisila. Uh, um, and he's he's not in the squad here. Is there injury, or is this to do with with form? Or um, I, I'd imagine being a free agent, um, it's probably not trained, uh, no match fitness. There was a, a suggestion that Coops inquired about him going back for a third time, but uh, I think his his wage now, having come from from Asia and a, a high profile, well, higher profile league, has probably put paid to that. Um, I mean, it's again, you know, he he's he's played quite a bit under Riva over the last two or three years, um, but again, he only played I think twenty two games in Korea over that spell he was there, and and he's not played for a number of months. Mm. So I think yeah. if 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 he found a club and got semi regular minutes, then he'd be back in contention. But um, you know, we've seen that Rive does integrate players back in once they're into form and once they're playing again. Uh, Niskan and the prime example, but. Um, but yeah, it's a shame because you know he was such a good player and um, and went to Korea. It was an interesting choice and fair play to him for giving it a try. And I think it started fairly well, but um, but yeah, he kind of dropped out of favour there, and and it's all gone a little bit awry because now he's twenty six, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's, he's going to struggle if his wage demands are that high. Um, you know, really, who's going to afford him in Finland? Hoyko, and that's it. Mm. 
he he played really well when he came into the national side, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't look out. He didn't look out of place at international level at all. You know, and Rich enjoyed his um, enjoyed his form for Cooks there, and obviously he went to Korea. We um, we did maybe raise some eyebrows. We 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 all agreed that it was probably a, a higher standard of league, but we did sort of raise a few eyebrows whether that you know going to to that destination would would work out and. Um, I think we can ultimately say the experiment didn't quite didn't quite prove as fruitful as it as it might have been. Might maybe did his bank balance all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Not sure what else he got out of it. But like you say, Rich, it, it, it seemed to start off seemed to start off all right and then just sort of fizzled out. I mean, I don't know, it, it, is that is that culture so different that managers over there want to stick with local players? I, I don't know. They're, you know, they're, I mean it's bad enough going to another European country and having a language barrier, but you know, they don't even use the alphabet there, do they? Do you know what I mean? It's like, so I don't know, but yeah, I, hopefully, hopefully we can see him back. Well, maybe um, you know the fact he spent some time in Korea means he might settle in at Wimbledon. I mean, that's the the part of London where where me and Mark have been. It's uh, the largest Korean population outside of Korea, I believe. So uh, yeah, he could get, get himself down at Wimbledon. Is true, and and uh, AFC Wimbledon tried to tap into that some years ago, and uh, at one stage, one of the stands down at Kings Meadow was the Nongshim Noodles stand. Um, but I don't know, I don't know that that was so successful. Um, yeah, but yeah, and and you're not the first person to suggest that he comes down to Wimbledon. Uh, there's another, there's another Finnish guy in the Wimbledon Facebook group, Pavel, who's uh, who's already suggested that, and um, well. That'd be nice, but I can't see him coming down to League Two somehow. No, no, no offense, mate. I do think he's a little bit better than that. You know what I mean? He, 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 he could, he, he, you know, maybe not Premier League standard, but he, he'd do a job for a championship. Yeah, club. for he's sure, got, for sure. You know what I mean? So, you know, hopefully, hopefully, there's scouts out there who've heard of Missile and they can they can pick him up. Talking of doing a job for Championship clubs, Keke, that brings oh, yeah. us nicely on to the forwards. Um, and and there there are Finnish players in the championship whose agents know about Uhunisla, I'm sure. So we got Temu Puki, Marcus Force, uh, Joel Pohjanpalo, Benjamin Chelman, Frederick Enten, all quite established and familiar names. And then you've got the the Spark, uh, everyone's favourite superhero, trademark yes. Rich Nelson, Oliver Antman making up the the sixth of those of those strikers and. Uh, I think, like I say, there's not too many surprises there, and even Antman's not a surprise to be included. But he's uh, he's exciting, isn't he? What 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 can the listener expect if they watch this and um, uh, and Antman plays? Well, Antman, he's with me. Is it's quite surprising he's in the squad because he's been injured. Uh, he picked up an injury for well, he's now on loan at Groningen um, from from Denmark, and I think he started really well there. He's scoring his debut. Um, yep. And then he got injured in, in his second or third game. And um, oh, he's just, he's direct, he's quick, he's coming in off the wing. He's not a centre forward in the way that Force Boy and Palo are, but he's, you know, coming in from that side and really running at defenders and giving them that, that conundrum of what do you do, especially when they're, I think he's done well against teams that have defended compact and, and deep, um, which is a hard skill because they don't leave a lot of space. Um, and that game that you were at, Montenegro, uh, KK, I think yeah, it's dr- right, dri- yeah. dried off yet. Um, yeah. I mean, he was a revelation. 
absolutely when it when he came on and then um, and then scored again in uh, in Macedonia in the autumn friendlies and um, I mean going to to Holland to Tim Sparv's old club um, you know it's a step up and he's been really well regarded uh, I mean it's only alone that he's there for but um, I mean he's got so much potential in the way that you know we've not had that kind of excitement I mean these players do come through and burst brightly for a, a short period but um he definitely offers something a little bit different. Um, you know, he's not just getting to the byline and crossing in. He's actually running at goal with the ball. And uh, and it's really, you know, a, a nice option to have because when you think about how Finland over the last sort of 18 months or so are, are learning now, because let's be honest, Teemu Pulki, he is very much in a decline. I think he's coming up to 33 uh, He's in out of contract. Veteran Norwich. striker. Yeah, he was out of contract at Norwich at the end of the season. Um, Poi and Pala's doing well in Italy, scoring goals and force has got a bit of a run of goals now as well for Middlesbrough. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, this is where we're looking, you know, at life after after Puki. I mean, I, I can't now say he's a guaranteed starter. Uh, and if Ant-Man is fit, and he's, he has been out for a while, I, think, I can't remember if it was a groin or a hamstring strain he had. But, um, you know, if he's fit enough to play, even if it's 20 minutes off the bench against Denmark, if it's close, um, you yeah, know, he's an absolute star to bring on um but yeah i think that you know chalman as well you know when he came on against um, montenegro he, he looked like he'd been watching videos of the old ronaldo you know step overs <laughs> and lollipops and stuff like that so you know you've got options there and um i mean obviously ant-man's the the kind of exciting one but um a lot of the other strikers are in decent form for once let's let's have a think forward to the the two the two games we talked through our squad and I think we sort of dipped in and out of who might play um, and how we might f- sort of play against each of the two teams like you say Denmark and then Northern Ireland both physical different standard of opposition though um, I'm not going to run through the entire Denmark squad because you know it'll probably be terrified to watch the game um, they've got a lot of established Premier League players there's one Notable absence in um, uh, Christian Eriksen. Um, was there anyone else missing from the squad that you noticed? Um, and also, let's talk a little bit about their form because they didn't have the best World Cup. No, they were poor in the World Cup, weren't they? Um, and after the Euros that they had, and I mean, of course, a lot of the conversation in the next week or so is going to be about that that game in the park and a couple of years back. Um, you know, and it's, I don't know, if, well, obviously from, from Finland's point of view, it's a good thing that Ericsson's not there, but of course, you know, he would, he's a star name. And I think Andy Carroll did a really good number on him in that cup tie a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the quality of some of their players, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to be an expert, but um, I think it was Damsgaard. I think it was absolutely tremendous in the Euros when they got to the semi-final. Once, once they got over that, um, that Ericsson issue, Hoiberg obviously doing, um, Spurs and um, Billing at Bournemouth is scoring goals as well. So, I mean, they've got players who are playing at a high level. Um, and you know, I don't know if Casper Schmeichel's still the number one now that he's, I mean, he's playing in France now, but um, you know, you've got some players there who are you know well into their the latter stage of their career, but they do have some 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 top youngsters that, um, yeah, Damsgaard was really impressive and uh. Braithwaite, the uh, somehow got his move to Barcelona. I was amazed at that, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, they'll be, you know, the top seeds for a reason. But, um, but yeah, after that World Cup, I think they've got a point to prove because they were really bad by their standards, anyway. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people tipped them for that, be a bit of a dark horse for that World Cup, and it just didn't. Um, yeah, including you, Mark, <laughs> it, and it just, it just didn't work out for them, did it? I mean, um, yeah, it just, it just all seemed to fall apart, especially after such an impressive. Euro like the year before, but um, is is Martin Braithwaite still at Barcelona or where is he these No, days? I think I think he's I think he's gone now. But um, yeah, I think he had his uh, six months of or fifteen minutes of fame and uh, yeah, and, 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 a, and, yeah. A, and a big slurp at the gravy train as it went past. Oh, very so much. Fair, so. fair play to him as well. Mm. <laughs> no, that's um, it. The the game against Ireland is is when we. I mean. Yeah, a result against a positive result of some sort against Denmark would be away would be would be great. Then the rest of the teams, based on seedings, we would expect some kind of. Well, we'd expect to be winning, wouldn't we? And that includes Northern Ireland. Um, yep. Looking at their squad, <clears throat> there's quite a lot of veteran players with Premier League and Championship experience, but you know. Johnny Evans, Craig Cathcart, Paddy McNair, their names that you know, Josh, Josh McGuinness as well. Like they've they've been there quite a long time. I don't know how the the development of the squad's coming through. One one name that jumped out at me was Connor Hazard, one of the goalkeepers there who who spent last season at Hoyikor and is a well, he was a in the net. He kept stopping Asikor scoring goals, which I suppose is the point. But it you know it's annoying. Um. Your your point, Rich, about it being a physical game is probably true. Um, but do you see this as being one where maybe some of the the younger players get a little bit more, the, the you know the more the flair players get a little bit more chance to show their thing? Um, I think I think so. Um, I mean, you, you'd expect Northern Ireland again at home um, to to set up in a way to to really grind and and drive. And, and out-muscle Finland. I mean, you've got big players there and, and players who've had, um, you know, some of them have, have got quite good pedigrees, you know, being at you know places like Manchester United and stuff growing up. And, uh, you know, but this is a Northern Ireland side who, who really haven't done well at all in the last couple of years. I mean, after qualifying for Euro 2016, they went on a big kind of downturn. And, um, you know, Keke and I were there at the last time Finland played in Belfast. Is it eight years ago now? I think it was. Yeah. Um, you know, towards the end of the reign of, of Mixu Patalainen and, and Finland just didn't turn up then. Uh, this yeah. is a different Finland team now. Um, I think Windsor Park won't be rocking because it was actually rocking because the foundations were poor when, <laughs> when Finland played there. Um, but no, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, and I think, you know, Northern Ireland do play like a, a kind of championship team because most of the players play in the championship mm. enough. Um, but, you know, they're, they're Finland are going to have to go there again and get minimum a point, minimum, um, if they're going to have a, a real shot of this. Because, um, you know, when you look at these groups and the way that, you know, top two go through automatically, you don't want to have to rely on that, that Nations League place where mm. Finland might get a playoff place out of it. But again, like the last Euros, get that second place or first, you know, but get that automatic place and put it to bed. Don't worry about it. And then concentrate on there, and and this is kind of, again, you don't want to start getting too far behind the teams that pick up wins because someone is playing San Marino, so someone's going to win that game. 
you don't want to start going into the next round of games because then they're not playing again until uh, sort of the middle of June. And you don't want to get to that position where you're already sort of playing catch up against you know, a decent team like Slovenia. Mm. You don't want to be behind them too early and have to really start chasing. So, so getting out of this opening round of fixtures with two or three points minimum really is, is kind of what they're looking for. But you know, there's going to be some bruised shins afterwards. It's a, it's a good I point. Can see, oh, sorry, sorry, okay, go on. I can see, um, especially this Northern Ireland away game, I can see that possibly being quite a cagey affair. I mean, I think Northern Ireland will be wary of Finland. I think that it's even possible that they will consider us to be better than them, but especially at home, they will not want to lose. So I can see it being, I can see it being a bit cagey. You know, um, I can see Northern Ireland sort of sitting deep as Rich says, being physical, trying to sort of, trying to sort of scare us off with the odd, with the odd kick to the shin or, or you know, the odd stamp on the foot. But um, yeah, they, they, as I said, I think, I think they will consider us to be slightly better than them, but they, they won't want to give it up easy at home. But you know, our, our quality just needs to come to the, come to the top at the end of the day, and we need to try and leave there with um, three points in the bag. Yeah, Northern Ireland are coming. Uh, on the back of an away game at San Marino, which they would certainly be hoping to win, expecting to win. Mm. Um, so that that result may have an effect on their on their morale as well. And I, I guess we we didn't really talk about the the group itself in in great detail at the start of the show. So group this is Group H of the Euro twenty twenty four qualifiers. It's Denmark, Finland. Northern Ireland, San Marino, Slovenia, and Kazakhstan. Um, I'm not quite sure what order that's in because nobody's played any games or got any points. It's certainly not alphabetical order, but anyway. <laughs> um, and it's certainly not um, seed order because San Marino were not fourth out of that group of six by by their seed either. So, um, And as Rich said, the next games for Finland are um, in the middle of, middle of June with a home game against um, Slovenia and then San Marino. Um, the, in the middle of yeah, the sixteenth and nineteenth of June. Um, in in Finland, these games can be watched on Ule Arena, and in the blog post, which is linked just below wherever you're watching and listening, there's uh links to those games. Um, I, in the past, I've been able to find a link that shows you where you can watch all the games in various different countries, but I didn't quite find that. In yeah, time, I don't know so what channel they're there. on in the UK now because they're not on Sky now. I think are they on? Is it D A uh, Z or something? Is it one of them Ooh, ones? I don't know. Dan's um, Sport or something? Is it? I think it's Premier yeah. Sports or what? Oh, I don't know. Well, if if one, you guys find know. if you guys find it, then let me know and I'll put yep. it in the in the blog post. And if it's not the in the Northern blog Ireland post, game, may then... well be on the BBC. That yeah, that that might be on History or BT, I suppose. Yeah, mm. but that should be a bit easier to find. I think uh, they mm. they had a deal actually, didn't they? Uh, I think that the home countries that aren't England, their yeah. games are a bit more readily available. Yeah. Nice. You might be able to watch it with some British commentary mispronouncing all the Finnish player names. Oh, that's always good. Always, yeah. always. always yeah. It's always a, a giggle, yeah. Um, so these, these games are on the, 20, the 23rd and the 26th. We're going to come back soon after each game with some kind of match report. Uh, let's see if it's practical to do it the night before or sometime the following day. But we'll we'll try and get something to you quickly, and uh, and we'll see if we can't get the uh, 
the the missing Mark Hayton involved in those to bring his uh off the national team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly to the uh to the show again. Um but listener, thanks for joining us until those next episodes. Goodbye. Rich, thanks thanks for your time. Hey, hey. And Keke, good to see you. Thanks a lot. We'll be back on the 23rd, 24th. Thanks a lot. Bye. You've been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and also on Instagram. See the links in the episode description. You can also connect with the five hosts on Twitter, at Explore Finland, at FC Sorby, at Escape to Sorby, at Kekimuluri, and at Mano99. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description. <laughs>